Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So, just when you thought things couldn't get any more dramatic on the back of destruction derbies, rip jackets, and very cross carrions, this week's NXT just came along and went, you know what, we're just going to let everyone be injured and we're just going to change everything and just throw loads of matches at you. It was a lot to take in. Because obviously the big news coming into this week's show was that Danny Birch had separated his shoulder really badly in his tag team match last week in the main event. So those NXT tag team championships have been vacated. And the injuries just seem to be like the running theme throughout this night because obviously we'll find out there were other people that were injured in the show. But we will get there when we get there. I am the hermit who never leaves home. Yes, I am Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. And these are the ups and downs for NXT. So we kicked off this week's show with the match that was announced on last week's show. It was obviously Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking on NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. And as you probably guessed from all the people involved, it's definitely getting up. And I just love the way this kicked off from the get-go because you had Zoe Stark trying to get in the face of Raquel Gonzalez and be like, I'm better than you, I can kick your ass. And Raquel Gonzalez pretty much grabbed her and was just like, no, no, you cannot kick my ass, nobody can. And whenever Zoe Stark seems to be picking up any momentum in this match, Raquel Gonzalez just clubbed her in the chest with a clothesline and then there was another point where she got hold of Dakota Kai and just made a double stomp straight into her chest. It was brutal. But when you've got Io Shirai, that ace in your corner, the good times are never too far away and before long she got into the match, she started drop kicking everybody, she gave her own double stomp to Raquel Gonzalez, she was just looking impressive. Seriously, Io Shirai is just like the most badass flubber you could ever ask for. She just bounces around the ring like a lunatic. She makes roll-ups look like child play. It's insane. And then on the back of a really incredible hot tag, Io Shirai was like drop kicking everyone, kneeing people in the corner. And then she did a moonsault to the outside of the ring on Raquel Gonzalez. And I was like, well, yeah, she's, she's probably going to win this match for her team because she's just an absolute bona fide badass. But no, this badassery did not pay dividends because Raquel Gonzalez got back into the ring. It was looking like Zoe Stark was going to hit a 450 splash onto her, but she moved. She got out of the way. She hit her with a single arm powerbomb. And then she caught Io Shirai's eye and she was like, I'm going to 
make a statement. And a big old statement she did make because then she picked her up for another single arm powerbomb. She went to do it, stopped, saw Io Shirai and just booted her, just give her a big old boot straight in the chest face area. And then she hit another single arm powerbomb and that was it. It was game over. Zoe Stark may need some serious help. And then after the match, Dakota Kai was trying to like sneak attack Io Shirai because she is the mustache twiddling villain of this entire thing. But Dakota Kai did get snuffed out by Io Shirai who then got snuffed out by Raquel Gonzalez who then proceeded to pick her up, single arm powerbomber straight onto an unstripped announce desk which was so bad I think it broke my back. So yeah, it looks like Raquel Gonzalez may be more than a match for Io Shirai coming into TakeOver and thank the Lord it's going to be the main event of night one and I'll just say good luck Thursday night because that's going to take some following. We then had a snippet, a little bit of footage of what went down earlier in the week with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and because Adam Cole went into Kyle O'Reilly's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym in the real world and he just like tackled him and then they were doing this weird little scrappy thing on the floor and it just all looks very high school drama play didn't really flop my boat so it's gonna it's gonna get a little down I kind of understand where they were going what they were trying to like pull off like oh this is too hot to contain but I was just laughing for all the wrong reasons sadly following this we then had Kyle O'Reilly having a backstage interview and then Roderick Strong came in and was like oh me and you we need to beat up Adam Gold together undisputed era start yeah and he was like no man it's just it's just between me and Cole now we're not a we're not a thing and Strong just looked really upset so understandably he just said well both of you can go to hell I'm gonna go and do my own thing LA Knight then came singing onto the scene he was like I'm gonna beat up Bronson Reed because he ripped my jacket and that is just the way it is I'm LA Knight it was also revealed on social media before the actual event like went down last night that Jordan Devlin will be taking on Kushida in a technical mastery exhibition match so Jordan Devlin had a little backstage thing he like looked down the camera and he was like Kushida I respect you but you're in the wrong place at the wrong time I'm gonna make an example out of you and kick your ass good luck with that LA Knight's match with Bronson Reed then followed and it's getting up for the match itself. We'll get to the ending when we get there. Because Bronson Reed is everything that I want in a monster. He's as fast as he is powerful. He kicks all the ass. He's literally somebody you just poke him and think, well, I've lost that finger. That's, that's me done. But I'll be honest, after absolutely battering LA Knight in the very early stages and hitting him with a chop that Walter would have been proud of, LA Knight found a way back into the match with his little slingshot shoulder tackle thing that he does. And I was thinking, well, looks like LA Knight might be able to get away with this one. But how wrong I was because as we got to the closing stretches of this match Bronson Reed hit LA Knight with a big choke slam. He got to the top rope and I was thinking oh my god he's going to hit a tsunami but he didn't because LA Knight jumped up and he looked like he was going to superplex him off the top rope. He wasn't able to do it. He tried doing it again. Again he wasn't able to do it and then Bronson Reed hit him with a tsunami so LA Knight lost his second match in NXT. You can see the wires aren't quite syncing up. This does not compute in my brain. Because this guy's going to be your next big thing, your next big star, your next big, like, hot commodity that you've got in your company. And you've just beaten him, clean as a whistle, in the middle of the ring, down. Now, I fully understand if you wanted to give Bronson Reed a really big win. Like, obviously, I think his career needs it right now in NXT. But just, he didn't need to beat LA Knight. And he just, he probably didn't need to put them in the match together. It just didn't make sense. Why did we do this? I'm not going to get hung up on it for too long. But it seems like the L in LA Knight stands for loser. It was also confirmed on this week's show that Danny Birch, yes, he is legitimately very injured. He's separated his shoulder at the hands of Karrion Cross because that double suplex thing. It was very nasty. So those titles, those NXT 
UFC Tag Team Championships have been vacated, but have we got an announcement for you? Because now on night one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, it's going to be MSK taking on the grizzled young veterans and Legado Del Fantasma. So that is, right, we need to break this down. Because yes, first and foremost, that is just, <laughs> look, at the look at the talent that is going to be in this match. It's going to be spectacular. But on the flip side, you've got to be really pissed off if you're MSK because you win an entire Dusty Classic and then the people that you beat in the final and then the people that even get to the final both get title matches too. But, you know, it just is what it is. We're going to give that whole thing an up anyway because that match is going to be mwah! Magnificent. And speaking of the former NXT Tag Team Champions, Only Larkin was very brassed off with the fact that his partner had been injured at the hands of Karrion Cross. So he wanted the match with Karrion Cross. He got it. And you should be careful what you wish for. Because despite the fact that Lorcan was doing his best, he was really just rallying against Karrion Cross, and he just putting his heart and soul on the line. He was like, I'm going to beat the crap out of you for hurting my friend. It did not pay off because Karrion Cross, every time that any momentum was picked up by Lorcan, he just swatted him out of the air like a fly. And there was just this really tragic moment midway through the match where like only Lorcan was in the grips, the grasp of Karrion Cross, And he was like, you know what? What I did to your friend, Danny Birch, I didn't just like not regret it. I really love doing it because I'm an absolute prick. So this understandably got Lorcan very fired up. He started going for his flying uppercuts, getting really pissed off. But then Karrion Cross sitting with a suplex, a big boot, a Saito suplex, and a times up forearm to the back of the head. You can see where this is going. He lost. But because it was just savage, it was brutal. And just seeing Karrion Cross just switch on a dime like that, it's not just getting it up. It's getting the yellow highlighter of the week up because it was just savage. Karrion Cross then took the mic after this with a bead of blood just trickling down his chest, which was so menacing and just terrifying. And he said, I shouldn't have probably respected Finn Balor in the first place before he, he did the stuff he did last week. So that's my mistake. And then just before he could say anything else really like bad and disparaging about Finn Balor, the champion came down. And he was like, well, I've realized your weakness now because you battered me last week because you got really emotional because of the fact that I banged into your missus. I realized that you don't have control over your emotions so I'm gonna drag you into icy cold water and drown you yeah I didn't necessarily get that from last week Finn Balor when you were on the floor in a heap when you just been battered by carrying cross but if that's your tactic Let's see if it works out. Something quite cool got announced after this, but I'm just, I couldn't get my head wrapped around it when it was first announced, but it, it later became a bit clearer. Because William Regal was in his office, he was sat there, he was like, right, I'm gonna announce what's gonna happen with the NXT North American Championship at TakeOver, stand and deliver, here's what we're gonna do. So he said that we're gonna have a 12-man battle royal with just a who's who of people in it, like Leon Ruff, Pete Dunne, Austin Thick, just everyone. Everyone who's like a mid-car superstar right now is gonna be in this battle royal, and then, the last six people in that battle royale are going to be in the six-man eliminator gauntlet. Whoever wins the gauntlet is going to face Johnny Gargano for the North American title. So just as a concept in itself, the fact that that, just all those names together in a match next week is going to get me very excited. That's going to get up. In yet another face-down-the-lens promo thing, which just seems to be the thing to do in NXT right now, Kushida suddenly got on the scene and he was like, oh, well, I know I'm facing Jordan Devlin tonight in a match. I'm going to prove why I'm the best technical wrestler in all of NXT and I'm going to whoop his ass. And you know what? I hope he does. After this, we had Drake Maverick taking on Walter in one-on-one -on -one action. Oh, you can see where this is going. Yep, welcome back to the Squash Zone. And for the first time in NXT Ups and Downs history, this one, this one was actually a bit of a rotten squash because I felt dirty watching it. 
Drake Maverick, the plucky Drake Maverick, went straight after Walter, but before long, he like power slammed him, power bombed him, and then snapped him in half with a single legged crab. I've never seen somebody like get knocked unconscious and then just be snapped in half. Like that, it just, it was horrific. So I can't call that juicy, because poor Drake Maverick, he doesn't deserve that. He was just fighting for his friend's honor. So it's rotten. You're a rotten man, Walter, but please don't come after me, because I've got a life I want to live. <laughs> And as the dust settled on poor Drake Maverick, Tommaso Ciampa, of all people, he suddenly popped up, because obviously his buddy, old Toothless Timmy, he was suddenly abducted, apparently, by Imperium. There's a lot of abductions that go down on NXT. So he came to the ring and he was like, right, I know what's going down with the Toothless Timmy stuff, the Killian Dane stuff, but I don't care about any of that. I want the UK, NXT UK Championship from your shoulder, Mr. Walter. I want you at TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And, well, in response to this, Imperium beat the hell out of Ciampa, like Walter grabbed Trumper's necklace, threw it on the floor, and literally slapped his chest off. I'm pretty sure his chest fell off, just ran down the ramp and was like, I'm not doing any of this, this is not what I signed up for. And then he said, yep, I will see you at TakeOver, and it is official, this match is going to happen, it's going to be physical, it's going to be brutal. I think Tommaso Ciampa needs a bulletproof vest or just something, because I, I, I fear, I fear for his... Poor pectorals. Then we had Pete Dunne. He turned up with his little selfie down the lens promo and he was like, well, nobody answered my uh, my claim of being the best technical wrestler in all of WWE. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Kushida did it a few minutes ago. But he said, that doesn't matter because I'm going to win the Battle Royale next week, win the Gauntlet, win the NXT North American Championship because, oh, I'm a bruiser weight. We then saw Robert Stone bribing Mercedes Martinez backstage because Jesse Kamea got injured training for her NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match alongside Elite. That is not going to be happening like in terms of their unit together. So she did accept the money, but she said, I want double this money after the match. So she's going to be pairing with Aaliyah to take on Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon for the belts. Yeah. We then had Johnny Gargano backstage, and we're going to bring that Gargano meter straight up here because there was a moment before he went into William Regal's backstage office. He like went to kick it in, stopped, and thought, I'll probably get my ass whooped by the general manager. So we just pushed the door instead. It made me chuckle. We're going to give it a 71% on the Gargano meter. And then he better explain the whole concept of this like battle royale gauntlet thing because apparently there's going to be a battle royale next week with 12 people and then the last six are going to be in a gauntlet match on night one of TakeOver Stand and Deliver and then on night two they're going to challenge against Johnny Gargano for the belt. It all makes sense now. Thank you, Johnny. That just, yes, it's great. And after this, we did have that aforementioned NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match and... It's gonna get an up because yeah, it was it was I don't know, it was just there, but it wasn't necessarily bad, so I'm not gonna just slam it. I'll give it a very slight up because it probably achieved what it was setting out to achieve. Because in the closing stages, it was pretty much Mercedes Martinez being like DDT'd out of the match by Shotzi Blackheart, and then Ember Moon hit the eclipse on Aaliyah. They won the match, they looked like the kind of cohesive unit, the the driving force of this NXT tag team division. But it just yeah, I, I didn't understand why Aaliyah and Jessica May had this shot in the first place. It was just kind of there. But hopefully there's a brighter future for these titles because after this, like later on in the night, The Way look to be challenging Blackheart and Moon for their belts going forward. That's Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. But they said we're going to do it on our terms. We're not going to do it when you want to do it, even though you're the champions. So 
I don't know, that's going to be strange. Are they going to do it in their house? Are they going to do it in front of their big TV with a little dog fighting? I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. There was also a backstage segment involving Cameron Grimes and Roderick Strong. They were both sat there. They were talking. Cameron Grimes was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm as devastated as you are about the Undisputed Era splitting up, but how about you let me purchase the IP, the intellectual property of this whole UE stuff? I'll sell some socks. I'll sell some t-shirts. And I think the answer, judging from the punch in the face he got from Strong, was a very, very big no. And the two will now be having a match next week, which will no doubt be fun in a bun. And the last match of the evening was, of course, Jordan Devlin, the Cruiserweight, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion from NXT UK. He was taking on Kushida. Ah, man, Kushida just kicking all the ass. And it delivered pretty much what you wanted from these two. Because technically, it was absolutely on point. You had, like, Jordan Devlin hitting a standing moonsault, which was just perfectly done. And then he did, like, a springboard version of it. He literally flies like Kurt Angle through the sky. But before long, Kushida was firing back with his trademark springboard back elbow and just arm attack. Seriously, how people don't just snap their arms off in these matches, I do not know. And Jordan definitely saw this really well throughout the match. It was like anytime somebody touched his arm, anytime Kushida just yanked on it or something, he was like, no, stop it, you're gonna kill me. But just when it looked like Jordan Devlin had the advantage, he had Kushida on the top rope. Santos Escobar, Legado del Fantasma, they came to the ring and Jordan Devlin was just distracted because everybody just gets distracted. Everyone gets distracted in WWE, it's just too easy. So he went outside the ring, he started squaring up to Santos Escobar, he then dodged Legado's attack, got back into the ring, threw Kushida at Legado del Fantasma, and then rolled him up for like a, a one-armed roll-up for the win. So Kushida looks like a fool. Now obviously we're going to get a down for making Kushida look so weak in this defeat. I know he did go on and sent on Legado and just started like beating him up on the outside of the ring afterwards because he was so angry but he got rolled up by a one-armed man that's just that's not good in this in this scenario but then after this the real talking point was the fact that both these men Santos Escobar Jordan Devlin the cruiserweight champions they stared each other in the middle of the ring and then none other than Sean Bloody Michaels arrived and HBK literally said nothing he like strutted down to the ring got a ladder pushed it in between the two, saluted, and then just strutted back out. So now apparently this is going to be a ladder match, but if it's that easy just to like introduce things to matches nowadays, why don't you just hide like a, a replica NXT title under the ring, pull it out, shove it in the ring, and just be like, ha ha, title match. So yeah, that was all a bit odd, but you know what? It's going to be a great match because ladders and takeover just regularly leads to brilliance. The main event segment of the evening then arrived, and it was of course Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, sitting at two heads of a desk and William Regal stood over him being like, right, here come the consequences. And actually, there weren't really many consequences, just more like a solution to the problem at hand. Because William Regal just laid down a contract in front of both of them and said, right, you two, if you sign this contract, I'll let you fight each other in the core main event of TakeOver Stand and Deliver, but whatever happens, we will not be held responsible. So it is going to be an unsanctioned match between Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, but I'll be honest, up until this moment, I was a bit like, uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not invested. But boy, howdy did they find a way to get me invested because Adam Cole started explaining exactly why he did what he did. It had all been a bit kind of messy in the lead up to this, but he was like, no, I did what I did because I don't need the Undisputed Era. And you, Kyle O'Reilly, made me realize that. Because the way that you just tried to befriend Finn Balor after losing to him twice, it made me realize that you're a lapdog. I'm not a lapdog, so I don't want to be knocking around with other lapdogs. And to be honest, Kyle O'Reilly reacted really well to this because he was like, right, you know what? I'm not a lapdog but I'm sick of doing the sneak attacks. I'm sick of just being a really nasty, undisputed era guy. I'm an honest guy. I've sold my soul to the devil for long enough. I want to buy it back. So it was just really simple storytelling. Kyle O'Reilly just wants like redemption for what he's done in the past. Adam Cole's just being a dick because he's just a, a single-minded dick 
and these two want to fight about it, that's all we need. And then after this, like one of the WWE exclusives, like behind the scenes stuff, they were still in the arena and Kyle O'Reilly was like, come down to the ring, Adam Cole. And Adam Cole was like, okay, I'm going to do that. But then on the way, he punched William Regal in the face. And if you punch Mr. Regal, you better know there's going to be actual consequences, like the consequences that were announced to go down on this show that didn't happen. But I'm sure there'll be actual consequences. So yeah, those have been your ups and downs for this week's NXT. And to be honest, let's think, in terms of like the whole show itself, how are we going to give it an up? How are we going to give it down? I think it gets a slight up because you've now made me care about one of the biggest matches, what should be one of the biggest matches in NXT in Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. So that alone has got me a little bit excited for the future. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.